Can you talk, please, so my kids will cry? Broadcasting live from an airstream somewhere in Tornado Alley, bringing you the people, places, and stories from the Panhandle to the Red River. This is your Only in Oklahoma show. And welcome to the March events episode of the Only in OK show. I'm Brett. And I am Harley. Man, we're cruising right along. Cruising? We've had a few snow days since uh, the March calendar, though. Uh, we have, dude. Jiminy Christmas, man. You know it's funny. I was pointing out to Am- to Amber, yeah, that it only snows on Wednesday in Oklahoma. I pointed it out too. You look at the last three snow outs that we've had. Wednesday, dude. I'm telling you, I think it's literally the last three years of snow outs. Yeah, that we've had. It's, it's Wednesday. It's, without getting too into the weeds, this feels like an episode of the uh, our our other show we used to do. Isn't that a little peculiar? It is weird. It sounds like one of our episodes. What was the episode about the the array? Is it what's what's harp? The harp. Yeah. This feels kind of. I'm not. We're not trying to harp on the issue of the weather being controlled by harp, but it kind of harkens to harp a little bit. But this is what I've noticed though with my new job, and I'm not casting any shade, but having snow days as as an adult. It's a double-edged sword. I don't get paid. Yeah. I missed like three days last, you know, the last time before that was two and a half days. Mm-hmm. You know, granted, I like having a little time at home, but I like having a little money in my pocket too. Yes. And that, but <laughs> now that I know what days to expect, now that I know uh, what days to expect not to get paid on, um, I'll, I'll just be planning that in the future. Those will be vacation days. Right. I don't know what I'm going to do, but. Finally, things are back to normal. We can drive on the roads again. Hopefully, March is, you know, we've had some, we've had some sketchy weather in March and April, but for now, let's talk about what you, you could, what you can probably do in March with the weather permitting. Yes, we do have a few things to do in the month of March. A few. So we're starting off in Enid, Oklahoma, March 5th, History Alive on the Cherokee Strip. Have you ever been to Enid? I have been to Enid. I've been a few times, and there's a ton of history up there. You start talking about the Cherokee Outlet. Mm -hmm. I mean, for most people who hear the Cherokee Strip, you just think of it being a strip, (laughs) just a strip of strip malls. Right. But it's not. It's so much more than that. No, Enid is a cool town, but this actual event, this is something I kind of feel like I should have been born in the 1800s. I feel like I would have been more at home. But... the reality of being born in the 1800s, one of two, there were two things that were almost guaranteed if you were born in the 1800s. If you're a male, okay, you died at childbirth, or you you're right now. Hell, even not you and I are considered ancient. This is this is Oregon Trail type stuff. We died yeah, of the consumption or dysentery, or dysentery, or we got shot. By an outlaw. <laughs> I I agree 100%, but I do think, you know, just overall my... Do you think you fit in better then? I think I would. But anyway, we need to get off of okay. the subject of me. So the Cherokee Strip Regional Heritage Center is having the History Alive, the History Alive event. Basically, it, it harkens back to the 1800s, right. and you have actors reenacting the events that happened at the time. So they've got... Uh, people tending their shops, working on trades, socializing at the village church. 
if you like history, it's kind of hard passing up an opportunity to step into history. Well, and the other thing that you can do that I think is kind of neat is you can actually file your own claim at the land office. Now, the interesting fact about that, the Cherokee Strip contains four of the some of the most historical buildings of that of that era mm-hmm. one of which it has the original land office from like 1893 the US land office where people filed their actual claims this isn't like some cardboard two, you know right. two dimensional th- this is a real thing i think that's i think it's cool i think it's pretty cool yeah i, I do as well and uh, again just the the vibe of the town yeah. i think really fits the concept mm-hmm. and i think it sounds like a lot of fun and if you are interested in that, you can check out their website. It's csrhc.org, Cherokee Strip Regional Heritage Center.org. Now, the other thing I like, too, is, yes, on March the 5th, they've got a big to-do going on. But you can still go to the Cultural Center. I think they've got some kind of weird hours. You can tour the the actual land office, like, Tuesday through Saturdays. It's got like 11, 130, and 3 o'clock you can do that. And it depends on the weather because everything's outdoors. The cost, 7 bucks for adults. Seniors, 5 bucks. Students, I think from the ages of 6 to 18 is like $4. So even if you can't make it March the 5th, like me, I'll be watching the Batman again, hopefully with you. Right. Uh, you can definitely go anytime to check that out for sure. So you're you're a parent. Yes. Last I checked. Last you checked, you've got 12 kids. So you have stepped on probably accumulatively 10,000 Legos in the middle of the night, in the middle of the afternoon. I think it's I think that's an accurate statement. Would you still consider yourself a Brick Universe Lego fan? I don't know if I'm personally a fan just because of all of the pain and suffering that Legos have caused me over the years. But I will say that the Brick Universe Lego Fan Expo in Oklahoma City Mm -hmm. on March 12th and 13th would be the event of all events for my eight-year-old son. Heck, it would be for me. I don't know that I could build anything of real value. But do you remember just, I like to just build, I just build a wall. Just make a wall for no reason. And use random parts and bits, and and it have rockets sticking out of the top of it. It's a huge stress reliever. Again, unless you're stepping on them, there's some resentment. There's some built-in resentment that I have towards the Legos. But you, they're going to have all kinds of hands-on Lego activities built to to in, inspire and to entertain. It's it's a fun, family-friendly event. I don't what can possibly go wrong there unless somebody accidentally. You know, there's a picture. I can't remember where it was. Somebody was a reporter was at some Lego convention, and he was like, "And behind me is the Titan." It was like a, I mean, it was a like a five thousand piece thing. I think we've all seen the video. No, I haven't. And he accidentally hits it, and it just disintegrates. And you hear this this massive like, there's a gasp, and then like a. Like the wind gets sucked out of there. And there's like an eight-year-old kid in the back that had put it together, and oh, he's just yeah. like tears. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. It just it, It's it's a soul-sucking video. I don't sure. know that it's actually a requirement, but I would say shoes are probably a necessity. So as far as toys yes. growing up, I played with Lincoln Logs. I played with all kinds. Of, did you know Legos are over 90 years old? 
I didn't actually know that. I had no idea until today that Legos were actually 90 years old. I did know, however, that Legos are built to such precise measurements that only about one out of every million Legos produced is rejected because it doesn't fit properly. What happens to those? Do they get buried with? I the, think they the, probably just melt it and put it back in the at the front of the line. Right, right. We're buried with the the ET uh, video game cassettes in the New Mexico desert. So I like to look at. I like, like I said, I like to play with Legos. I really don't like to step on them. I was at Target last night, and the one that caught my eye. And I always go for some reason. I go for the most complicated and intricate designs that I, that I, in my mind, I feel like surely I could do this. There is a Yoda statue that has 1,771 pieces. Yeah, I think, I don't think you have the patience for it. I'm just going to be honest. If one of my kids knocked it over, I'd leave and I'd never, (laughs) that would be the longest trip to the, to the milk market. And I don't even drink milk. What happened to daddy? He went to the Lego store and never came home. But the other thing, too, is it, it's not just displays and it's not just interactive. You can actually, you know, Lego minifigures are really popular. You can also pick up Lego sets there as well. A lot of stuff to do. So one of the things that is one of the things that is happening at the event that I'm most interested in. No, most confused about. Okay. They actually have guest speakers in the in the main theater. Really? And I'm really curious to know what a guest speaker would talk about at a Lego convention. I don't know. Maybe how to Lego... I was going to say... Lego Lego, my Lego? Lego your Ego. (laughs) What if they had a Lego... I bet there is. I bet there's a Lego Ego. We'll have to research that. It may be the next show before I drop that random fact going in there. But bet me right now there's not a Lego Ego. Well, if you have anybody in your life that is addicted to Legos, I think uh, you definitely will not want to miss this event. And you can find out more at brickuniverse.com forward slash OKC. And by the way, I just found it. Lego did produce a Lego Ega. Just saying. Brickuniverse.com forward slash OKC. So some shows back, we talked about a dystopian community. I don't think it's dystopian. I think the word you're looking for is utopian. That's right. We're experiencing probably a dystopian world right now, but a utopian community yes, by I, the name of go ahead. Carlton Landing. Yes, at Ufala Lake. At Ufala, we've been in, we've been cordially invited to come and maybe never return. That was what we were told. Yes, it come is into a the basement, have a beer. It's a distinct possibility, but they're having Porch Fest. I don't know about you. One of my things when I'm when I'm thinking about the house. That I envision, dude. It could be a double wide. If it's got a, if it's got a porch on it or a deck, I that's that's where I'm at home. I'm a huge fan of communities that have front porches that are for the purpose of, of interacting with the community and not just being nosy neighbors. Right, right. Porch Fest at Carlton Landing is March 12th and 13th. You can go back and listen to the show about Carlton oh, man, Landing. Man, this place is cool, dude. It is awesome. Yeah, but the this this event though is so neat. Mm-hmm. I don't think that I've heard anything like it. So Porch Fest is a music festival. Oh, where the front porches in the community uh, become the stages for the acts. Ah, that's where I I might have to draw the line. I I barely answer the door, let alone have a 
a guitar player show up and has to play on my front porch. I, I think it's a cool concept. It is a, a super cool concept, and the whole town is behind it. They, yeah. The music is complemented by local art, food, other activities, you know, like carnival-style mm-hmm. activities. They have a sawdust dance yeah. with instructed line dancing. That's pretty cool. Have you ever line danced before? I have. Poorly. I've done it poorly. Yes. A few times. Uh, and maybe had a few too many pours while I was doing it. But here's something that's right up our alley. We talk about it a lot. We like to eat. We, even I like to eat good food. Even as a. You don't eat good food anymore. I but I you still I, like right. it. I, yeah. I stopped eating for pleasure about three months ago. But they have good. They're going to have food trucks, of course, all kinds of great food. But more importantly, it's family friendly. Oh, for sure. And you're going to have a lot of local artists yeah. doing their work there, which I think is, again, one of the things that we really push for on this show is supporting local. And I'm, I really think, you know, local food, yeah. food businesses, local artists, local musicians, that all falls into that category. Right. Uh, so the one thing that I that I you know they're going to have a kid zone perfect for me. I may not be able to eat good food, but I can my kids can have a great time. But something you don't hear about very much because of this explosion of cornhole, they're having a horseshoe tournament. Isn't that cool? You ever I, played horseshoes? I've it's been I, so long. Yes, I know what a ringer is. I know I used to knew some of the terms, but I'm just glad nothing against cornhole. I'm just glad it's not they're, they're actually having a traditional horseshoe tournament. I think it's cool. I don't think enough people Everything's play cool. it. Right. And I don't <laughs> like the name cornhole. Yeah, it, you know being a 90s kid, I I, I always think cornhole OTP for my bunghole. I, mean, I yeah. just can't I can't un I can't unsee that. Right. But if you're not just into the horseshoe horseshoe games, they've got carnival games of all Types and sizes. I mean, it's just going to be a huge, a sh- huge. It's going to be huge. And just bring your lawn chairs. Yep. It's come a out, time. enjoy it. I think you'll have a good time. It'll be a nice, chill environment. And if you want more information on that, check out their website, carltonlanding.com. Well, coming up after the break, we've got some luck of the Irish for you. Stick around. So I just had my birthday. Which one? And which which number? Uh, how many candles were there this time? How many grandchildren do you have? None yet. Thank uh-huh. you. So until then, <laughs> let's not. Uh, as of now, I just have children. Uh-huh. Right? Children with children? Right. Yeah. Okay, not but yet. We can discuss age as soon as we discuss who has the <laughs> most grandchildren. I have till August to be an, uh, an expectant grandfather. It's going to happen. It doesn't matter. Anyway, you had a birthday. I did have a birthday. Yeah. We did some adventuring in the Sepulpa area. There are some shows coming up about those adventures, but... Well, it won't be Sepulpa fiction, will it? I had to. Go ahead. That is horrible. It's really good. No, that was was lame. (laughs) It wasn't as lame as you think. But one of my favorite gifts... What? And almost always is one of my favorite gifts... Is? A a t-shirt. Yeah. T-shirts... Say so much about who you are. You know what I mean? So, have I, you seen it? My t-shirt? Not mm, this one. No, I haven't. My Chickasha t-shirt. Oh, you got a Chickasha t-shirt. Huh. I love it. Yeah, but how much you pay for it? It was you a birthday gift, gift. So you don't know. It was zero dollars. Zero dollars. The most gifts are. <laughs> to me, the best gift you can give 
is a, a well-thought-out T-shirt. I have hundreds of them, and I wear three of them. Because the other hundreds weren't well thought out. <laughs> no, I don't. I look at them and go, "What was I thinking? Am I 12? But if you're in a if you're in a similar situation, you're wanting some more creative T-shirts that more that help you stand out more. You need to try Ronnie Davenport over at Tailboard Apparel. Yes, Ronnie is a firefighter. Yes, in the full time and a screen printer on and the hell, side. Hell, it's practically every time I see him, I'm like, "When do you work? He's he's he does everything. He does everything full time. I think he doesn't sleep. He doesn't sleep. He really does. He can embroider directly on caps, t-shirts, that Anything. sort of thing. But more importantly, if you need a cool t-shirt, if you need the t-shirt, the t-shirt as a gift for someone that you love that doesn't exist anywhere outside of your brain, yes, Ronnie can make it a reality. Absolutely, you can call him today. For a free quote, if he's not fighting fires at 405-517-2174 or find him on the internet at tailboardapparel.com. Moving on with the calendar of events, March the 12th, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, they're celebrating the Shamrock the Rose. It's a celebration of all things green and Irish. Did you, have I ever told the story? Did you know? No. What story? Of St. Patrick's Day. At O'Connell's in Norman. Oh, gosh. I'm sure it was a ended. I was face down in a puddle of either water or vomit. Is that yeah, the one? Probably not. Probably not something we should share on the show. So we'll just skip that. So I'll be honest. Yes. I don't celebrate. I don't think I've ever celebrated St. Patrick's Day. Really? I've maybe bought a. I've only bought maybe one or two. Shirts that were Irish, and maybe, I don't know if it's that I'm just... Is it because you're German? <laughs> it's because I'm Protestant. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, which would be a good reason why. I just don't know why I've never... But this sounds like something I could probably get behind. This sure. is the longest standing, free-to-the-open, family-friendly St. Patrick's celebration in the area. Now, family-friendly. Yes. And St. Patrick's Day celebration rarely go. I think it's green beer for all kids. Like Maybe. it's O'Doul's? Like they just give out O'Doul's? No, I don't. I I think that they. Broken Arrow is a cool community, and if they say it's family friendly, yeah. then I, I'm going to assume that it's not a drunken nightmare like some celebrate some St. Patrick's Day celebrations. Now, I don't know if the standards and practices of 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 the original Black Rose Ireland. They used to their drinking rule was if you could reach the if you could reach the counter you could you could have a pint. But I don't think that's the rules probably don't apply here. Yeah, I'm not I'm guessing that one didn't make its way across the Atlantic. So when we talk shamrocks and shenanigans, what are we getting into here? Live entertainment, outdoor stages, Oklahoma's own dress to kill. Okay. Oh yeah, I've heard of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously they have delicious beer mm -hmm. at the craft beer garden which I'm going to guess is where the kids stop. Yeah, you probably can't get into the beer garden. But, again, more opportunities to buy local. There's going to be tons of food trucks. Obviously, the craft beer, I'm sure, will be local. Tons of handcrafted arts and vendor stations to check out. More importantly, though, yeah. some of the best food trucks from the Tulsa area oh, yeah. will be there on that day. And I'm sorry, I've had some food trucks from Tulsa. They're some of the best in the country, in my opinion. They have definitely honed their craft. Yes. Super impressed. 
One of the cool things, though, about Broken Arrow, the Rose, mm-hmm. Dis- the Rose District, it's currently undergoing a $4 million makeover wow. to make it more pedestrian-friendly and that sort of thing. And that is something that all of these small towns really need. You need to capitalize on that, yeah. And Broken Arrow is kind of stepping out. Yeah, because a lot of these towns, and not that Tulsa or Broken Arrow is is a tinsy tiny town, but there's a lot of foot traffic, and there's right. a lot of pedestrian traffic, and it's kind of the you know foot versus the pedals, and and, and cars don't always they don't heed the right of way, and it's just right. But the the, the way they're doing this, the way they're attacking this, yeah. I I love. They're they're making fewer traffic lanes for vehicles through the town. They're making wider sidewalks. Mid-block crossing as well yeah. as like a whole lot of landscaping to make it more pedestrian friendly. Well, if you're interested in learning more about the Shamrock the Rose, you can check that out at thebuzz.com slash Shamrock the Rose 2022. And moving on, if you're like me, I have kind of a purveyor of, you know, some people would call my hundreds of 500s of VHS tapes and various collectibles junk. And if so, this is probably not for you. If it's treasure, this is probably more for me. But the Wonderlust Market by Junk Utopia is coming up. We talked about Utopias at Carlton Landing, but this is a real utopia for right for and junksters. This particular event is happening in Shawnee on March twelfth. This is kind of an opportunity, and again, you're you're big into a, yeah. you get your little aspect yeah. of of what you think is treasure treasure i do as well i like mm-hmm. old furniture yep. i like old like old machinery right i'm a, a super fan and i can get lost in one of these mm-hmm. places but this this event will give you a real opportunity to find your niche in in the environment mm-hmm. and you could be there all day and if you're somebody that's been kind of on the fence of i really would like to collect this or i'd really get because you know there's so many, there's a wide array. We, we think of junk, we think of it being like an old swap meet. But they've got stuff, everything from like repurposed woods to old furniture. Uh, they probably got VH, they probably have VHS tapes. They probably have, again, I, it, these things, I love these things like this because they've got a little bit of, a, a little, little bit, bit of everything. It's a really a huge assortment. Yeah. It's a, a wide variety of vendors specializing mm-hmm. in just about everything old. Yeah. I, it's right up. I'd say it's right up my alley, but golly, I, my two the two biggest projects I've been working on are still, you know, ankle biters. So I don't have a lot of time for to repurpose anything but human beings. But if you're in the market, if you got market. a project and you need you need that one piece, that one component, that one addition to your your they're, collection, they're bound to have it. Absolutely. This event is happening at the Heart of Oklahoma Expo Center in Shawnee, Oklahoma. And if you want more information, check out revolve-productions.com. And moving on, <clears throat> we saved the best for last. Mm-hmm. The Vernal Equinox Walks, March 20th in Spyro, Oklahoma. Now, we've talked about this before the show. I thought we covered this. We did a little bit in an okay minute. To this, and I'm going to be jumping, jumping around here a little bit, but... It is the oldest Native American archaeological site in the state. That's open to the public. That's open to the public. Yeah. Essentially, this thing was abandoned. It's almost kind of like Jamestown. Nobody knows where they went. Nobody, we don't have a lot of, a, there's not really a, a, a deep dive into the history of what, what exactly this is. This is one of those things that falls into the category that I think a lot of our listeners really like, is the mysterious Oklahoma kind of topics. Right. 
And even if you don't think that there's any, you know, lingering energies or ghosts or anything of that nature, this just is cool. It's cool. It's a, it's a really, you know, and we say that almost about everything, but it really is. If you're, if you're even kind of, if you're into the archaeological side of it, if you're into the Native American, the American side, side of it, if you're into the mysterious, the mysterious side of it, this covers all of those. And with this, you're going to get a guided tour. Yeah. And so the Spiral Mounds Archaeological Center preserves 150 acres of the site along the Arkansas River. And each spring equinox, the Spiral Mounds has a, a basically a walkthrough. It's mm-hmm. a one-mile walk, about two hours total, where archaeologist Dennis Peterson informs guests about the powerful Cadoans yep. who created the mounds between 900 and 1450 A.D. He also tells the story of the native ceremonies, the stories, the tales of unusual happenings associated with the mounds, and he answers all of your questions in a two-hour period. You know, like we, we talked about earlier a little bit, there's so much of the Spyro, the Spyro mounds and the Spyro history that's kind of a mystery, which I think in a way, when you go into any type of a historical site and you kind of already know the history behind it, it's still neat. Mm-hmm. But this one's cool because you can kind of, there's so many blanks to fill and your, your imagination kind of runs wild and if you tried to dig there they'd probably shoot you you know what i mean oh for sure there's just so this is a really cool it's a mystery tour to me as much as it is archaeological i agree 100 percent. and again you know they're bringing in the aspect of the the solar eclipse yeah which kind of hits a whole nother segment of society you know yeah and and i think just being involved with things that are grounded in history or grounded in the earth yeah is is a good is good for you it's good for the soul yeah it really is and if you are at all interested you can contact the spiral mounds or like archaeological center at okhistory.org slash spiral mounds so if i'm right and you probably are and you want to hear more mysterious oklahoma episodes We've got lists of them. We do, and we want your input. If that's something you want to hear more than, you know, the latest festival or whatever, let us know. Find us on Facebook, mm-hmm. Only an OK Show, or go to our website, yep. onlyanokshow.com. Mm-hmm. Send us a message. Leave a comment. Please. We would love to hear from you. We're not going to beg. We're not going to beg. You have the internet. It's that easy. This has been the Only an OK Show. I am Harley. And I'm Brett. And we're out of here. Peace. Rain, sleet, snow, or a tsunami of tears and crybabies. How's that coming through? Of course. <laughs> it only have. Can you talk, please, so my kids will cry? <laughs> hey, can you make the kids cry again so we can see if it's coming through or not? Literally cried the whole time until he said, Is it coming through? And then the Lord said, Let them be still.
Oh, man. Watched anything good lately? Uh, no. Are we up and running? Dude, yes. Cool. Take your business. How about you? I'm good. Um, What have I watched? Uh, Mickey Mouse, not Playhouse, but they have another one called Miss, Mickey Mouse Adventures. I hate you. It's a true story. That's what we're watching lately. What have, what, what have I watched to completion? I watched a, sh- a movie yesterday on X- HBO Max called uh, No Sudden Move. It's really good. It's a period. piece takes place in 1959. Uh, basically, these guys get hired to babysit. Um, there's this crucial um, information that's in this this safe, and come to find out what it is, it's, it's a... It's the plans for the, what would be the catalytic converter. So it kind of, in a way, there's a little bit of an environmentalist piece to it because they talk about um, emissions and things like that and why catalytic converters are important. And I guess all the big motor companies were in collusion with each other over mm-hmm. over the uh, the use or not to use the catalytic converter and... It, it, it's a really good movie. It sounds like it's just a. I'm trying to describe a, you know, a how-to video on catalytic converters, but it's really good. If you get a chance to watch, it, it's pretty good. I probably won't watch that. Sounds it's boring. Not, it's not boring. It's actually really good. Yeah, sounds boring. If it's good, it's boring. No, it wasn't you, nominated. Your for, description of it was I'm boring. Terrib- it's terrible. I know. I can't tell jokes and I can't describe movies. Um, I am going to Batman Tuesday. Not Tuesday. The Batman Tuesday. On Tuesday, it's a fan experience uh, in IMAX. You get a collectible comic book as well. Hmm. The movie doesn't come out until Friday. I'm going to go see it again on Saturday. What are you doing? Um, on Saturday? Yeah. Are you asking me out on a date? Yeah, possibly. I'm Brett Manzer, and I'm dating a dude. Yeah, pretty much. Would you want to go? Do you have any desire to see the movie? Uh, yeah. Would you be interested in going? Sure. Perhaps. Okay. Let me iron out um, all of my details on my end. Um, <laughs> now, Tara's going to be out of town doing a girl thing, and then my mom's going to be babysitting, so I'm going to go. I plan on doing that, but I'm like, ah, you're cool to see it with someone. Spend some, some quality time. You know what I mean? No. So you can go eat some vegetables. Oh, my God. Now, bring your own. You better bring your own cherry tomatoes with you to the movie, because I'm not sharing. Bring your own protein. <laughs> You keep your hand. I'm I'm going to the bathroom. You better keep your hand out of my can of beans. I'll know because you'll be licking your fingers because they're so daggone good. <laughs> the only here's the problem with being vegan. Mm, I said that like I'm ish. Like that's the sound for ish. Mm. There's not a lot of places on the southern part of I forty. That really cater to that guy. We were talking about it on the way here because we drove by Burrito Grill. She goes, "Is that where you get your burritos?" I said, "Yeah." I said, because the thing is, is there are places that serve it. If you've ever had vegan pizza, you've never had it. The cheese makes it, it just feel soggy. It's just not the same. You're very limited as to what you can eat. There's not, and there's no such thing as, "Hey, let's swing through." You really got to go, okay, Siri. <laughs> Vegan restaurants. She's like, I'm not quite understanding you. Like, come on. <laughs> Burger King. Like, no. It's hard to eat that way. You really got to think about it. You're limited. Because 
we're like, she goes, what do you want to eat tonight? I'm like, uh, she goes, if you could eat something, what would it be? Chinese barbecue and donuts. You know, those are the th- those are the big three for me. Chinese barbecue donuts. And there's just nothing. <laughs> They're all the rage. And it's ten dollars for a donut that that tastes really good, but it's not what I'm used to. So I don't know, man. It's hard. It's a hard. It's a hard rain. It's gonna fall. And see, I get friends that come to town and go eat at restaurants, and they're like, "We can invite them, but they wouldn't have any fun." <laughs> you guys have vegan salads. I'm a friend. You guys want to come watch us eat, <laughs> Brett? Why you got your hand down your pants? Because I'm watching Harley eat. <laughs> well, we're gonna eat ribs. You want to uh, stare at some coleslaw? How about? We'll eat the ribs while your ribs are showing because you can't eat it. <laughs> There's, I mean, you saw how hard it was to eat vegan in a barbecue restaurant. They almost, it's like you say that in the, you know, you hear the freaking record go, you know, it skips like somebody's like, hang on, what'd you say? And the chef comes out and slits your throat with a butcher knife because you're asking for vegan options. I feel like a meme. I feel like a meme. You are a meme. That's very meme of you to say. Mm-hmm. You better Long jump in. neck bottle. Let go of my hand. I'm doing it, man. I'm ca- I called it. I'm calling call call in there. I'm calling heads and tails because I can't tell the heads and their tails of what's going on around here. Um, okay. You better ready to do it. I'm ready. And three, two, one. The next new show. Starts right now. The snow has melted, and now we're back to putting things on the internet. The snow is melted. The ice is water. Now we're back to putting things on the internet. Your time starts now. It's the only in okay show. New episodes every week. Follow us on Facebook. Tribble. Dribble, Skittles.com, Tinder, OKCupid. Your time begins now. The only in OK show brought to you by Budweiser, the king of beers, OKCupid, Tinder, Apache Rattlesnake Hunt, the Oklahoma Food Truck Championship Association, the Oklahoma Centennial, Oklahoma Arvest, your bank your way, the Oklahoma Coffee Cup, and Covington's Psychic readings. And now, back to the show. (laughs) So, 